Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience-sharing article from the 20th China Fahui entitled Guided by the Teachings While Handling Family Issues by a Falun Dafa Practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November 18, 2023. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. All of my illnesses disappeared after I started to practice Falun Dafa in 1997. I experienced many positive changes and realized that Falun Dafa was extraordinary. I am very thankful to Master. I had my own business when the Chinese Communist Party CCP started persecuting Falun Dafa. I studied the Fa teachings and sometimes read three lectures in John Falun every day. I also read Master's other lectures and extended the time I sent righteous thoughts. I even recited the Fa and sent righteous thoughts as I walked. I tried my best to save sentient beings. A few local practitioners were arrested and illegally sentenced, so I felt a lot of pressure, but I firmly believe Master protects me. I follow the Fa ratification process and remain sure-footed on my cultivation path. Because I stayed with them, my situation changed after my granddaughter was born, and I had to look after my daughter-in-law and the baby. Because I stayed with them, I was not able to do the three things like I had been doing. But I remembered that I was a Falun Dafa practitioner with a mission, and that I had to cultivate my Xingxing and save sentient beings. I went to the market to buy food every morning, and took this opportunity to clarify the truth to people. I often met with people who asked for directions. I used every opportunity to tell people about Falun Dafa. And even though I was outside for only a short time every day, I clarified the truth to the people I met. I had to feed my granddaughter once every two hours in the beginning. My son looked after her before midnight. I looked after her after I finished sending forth righteous thoughts at midnight. Sometimes she cried when I sent righteous thoughts at 6 a.m., so I had to hold her while I sent righteous thoughts. I only slept two hours a night. I cooked three meals a day. I cleaned the house, washed clothes, and prepared special food for my daughter-in-law. I was extremely busy every day. After 10 days, when I studied the Fa or sent righteous thoughts, I couldn't focus and had trouble staying awake. I knew I couldn't go on like this without harming my cultivation. I thought I'd had more time after the first month passed and I could study the fa more. When the baby was a month old, my son asked me if I would take her home. I realized the old forces were trying to use my emotional attachment to my family to drag me down because I wouldn't have time to do the three things if I had to look after my granddaughter. I didn't think this was master's arrangement. I got a little emotional and said, the baby needs her parents. She's so young. I don't think that is a good idea. He asked me to continue looking after the baby at night. I agreed. Six months later, my daughter-in-law returned to work. My son closed his prosperous business in another city and opened a business in our city. One day he said, Our monthly expenses are high, and I can't earn enough with this new business. I want to drive a taxi to make more money. Could you please move in and look after the baby? This time I remained calm and said, I have to make lunch for your grandfather every day. He wasn't happy and said, 
My aunt and uncle lived with their son and looked after their grandson for more than a year. Why can't you? I have a lot of expenses now. I need someone to look after the child. I will order lunchboxes for my grandfather. I said, he doesn't like lunchboxes. He doesn't even like to eat in restaurants. I practice Falun Dafa. I know the principle that one must do good deeds and accumulate da before one can make good money. Look at your friends. Isn't it true? Some people are very capable. They are competitive and good at everything, but they cannot seem to make money. Some people are humble and kind, but are always treated unfairly, but they are successful and make a lot of money because they are kind and have accumulated duh. It's my responsibility to look after your grandfather. I can help look after the baby. He said he understood. He called me that evening and said he was not going to drive a taxi and told me to look after his grandfather. The next day, he phoned all excited and said, My business did exceptionally well today. I made over a thousand yuan. I smiled and said, That's because you respect the elderly. You are blessed by the divine. His business continues to thrive. When my granddaughter was 10 months old, I didn't need to feed her so often at night and wanted to go back to my own home. My son agreed and let me go after he finished work at 8 p.m. Just after I moved back home, my son's business started doing even better. He told me the good news. I said, I know from the fa that you accumulate boundless virtues when you treat Falun Dafa practitioners well. You respect me and let me leave. You look after your baby yourself. So the divine gave you an even bigger bonus. He laughed heartily. When my granddaughter was 14 months old, my son brought her to me in the afternoon and picked her up after he finished work at 8 p.m., that way, I had more time to study the fa. It was challenging to send righteous thoughts at 6 p.m. Only my granddaughter and I were home, and she sometimes cried or asked me to play with her. I prepared fruit, snacks, water, and toys for her and asked her to play by herself. I said, you are a life created by Dafa. You must remember Father Dafa is good, and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. Then I sent righteous thoughts. I usually send forth righteous thoughts for at least 20 minutes and sometimes for 40 minutes. My granddaughter sat on my legs and grabbed my hands or cried. I was not moved and ignored her. She then walked away and played by herself. I realized that whatever master asks us to do, we can do it as long as we put our hearts into it, even though on the surface it looks challenging. The CCP staged the Zero Out campaign to harass practitioners during the time I looked after my granddaughter. My dimensional field was not clear because I often fell asleep when I read the fa and sent righteous thoughts. The police and community center staff looked for me, and they frequently phoned my son to harass and threaten him. My daughter-in-law worked in the government. One day she said to me, I've never opposed your practicing Falun Dafa, but my manager talked to me. He said that those who work in this department of the government cannot have any family members who practice Falun Dafa. If they do, that person will lose their job. He said, if you sign a guarantee statement, I will be okay. If not, I will lose my job. You know it was not easy for me to get this job. We have a lot of expenses now. I need this job. You better sign the statement. You can still practice at home. I remained calm and said, I've practiced Falun Dafa for over 20 years. 
Our master requires us to be good people according to truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. I often do good deeds and never do bad things. I have understood the truth of the universe by practicing Falun Dafa. If I sign, I would be betraying Falun Dafa. Our entire family might be punished. I've gained good health from practicing Falun Dafa, and I'm able to look after your baby. Shouldn't we be grateful? Only by following heaven's will can we be blessed and avoid troubles. She didn't mention it again. To keep his wife's job secure, my son suggested they divorce. He knew that his home would be monitored and it would not be safe if I stayed there. He no longer asked me to look after the baby and said he would hire a housemaid. Plainclothes officers rent a garage opposite my son's home to monitor me. I left home to avoid being persecuted. I returned a month later. I knew it was expensive to hire a housemaid, so when I left, I gave my son my bank card and suggested they use it to hire a housemaid. They hired three housemaids, but the baby didn't like any of them. My son asked me to return and look after the baby. I agreed, but I had conditions. They had to respect Dafa, and they had to remarry. My son said they had already remarried. They didn't interfere with my studying the fa and doing the exercises. My son and his wife suffered a lot due to the CCP's harassment, but they still respect me and are good to me. His wife often bought expensive food for me as if nothing had ever happened between us. One day, my son told me, money is not earned by fighting. He gave me some examples. I felt very relieved and told him again that he should do more good deeds and that everything would prosper when the family is harmonious. I like to suggest to practitioners that it is best to hire a housemaid to look after a newborn if financially possible. That way we can continue doing the three things and won't allow the evil to take advantage of our loopholes. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled Using My Pen to Clarify the Truth by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on December 3, 2023. Master granted us various divine powers and the tools to save people. As we assist Master in the far rectification process, we have everything we need but it depends on whether we know how to use our abilities effectively. Why not use our pens, which are powerful tools for saving people? So I began using my writing skills to clarify the truth, especially in situations where speaking face-to-face was not suitable. One of my classmates' fathers, a calligrapher, was nearly 90 years old. He lived in a senior apartment near my home, so I visited him often and brought him snacks and fruit. The other residents assumed I was his daughter, which touched him deeply. He knew of my love of reading and lent me his cherished books. During our conversations, I told him about the destructive nature of the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, and gave him a copy of the nine commentaries on the Communist Party. It moved him to tears. I suggested he no longer write anything glorifying the CCP. One day he wrote on a notepad, In the past, when the CCP first came into power in China, 
my classmates used to speculate about who would eventually end the CCP. Some said it would be the CCP itself, as it would self-destruct due to its evil deeds. Looking at the current situation, it seems that's indeed the case. After learning the truth about Falun Dafa, the calligrapher began talking to other people about the CCP's persecution of practitioners. Because he did that, most of his children, relatives, and friends understood the truth and withdrew from the CCP and its affiliated organizations. He even wrote a poem praising the courage and dedication of Falun Dafa practitioners. I ran into a former classmate who was interested in poetry. I shared the truth about Falun Dafa with him, and although he was quiet at first, he eventually said, You need to learn to protect yourself. If anything happens to you, I'll be the first to come and see you. I assured him that I would be safe and suggested he read the nine commentaries and quit the CCP. At first, he refused and said he was a good party member. I explained that an organization's members are responsible for its actions, especially if those actions harm others. His wife understood the logic behind quitting the CCP to stay safe, and she persuaded him to renounce the CCP. I have many friends in other cities, and it's not always easy to see them in person. Making phone calls can also raise security concerns. So I write them lengthy letters, sharing my personal experiences and insights from practicing Falun Dafa and clarifying the truth about Dafa. I enclose Falun Dafa keepsakes in the letters. My friends carry the keepsakes with them. For holidays and friends' birthdays, I send beautifully handwritten greeting cards. My friends appreciate these heartfelt messages and often accept the truth about Dafa when I talk to them. Master arranged many opportunities for me to attend parties with classmates, providing a perfect setting to share the truth. I volunteer to speak or arrange programs to help my classmates understand the truth. Some friends who already understand the truth also assist in encouraging others to accept the information about Falun Dafa. Writing articles is also a process of cultivation and improvement. I feel Master's blessings while writing experience sharing articles. There was a time when I faced challenges and felt sad, fearful, and depressed. However, Master's teachings helped me realize that I should validate the fa. I wrote this article and experienced profound breakthroughs, which helped me overcome my tribulations. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.